Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. This is Caveman Corner with Sean Styers and Dean Huppert, presented by Midland Engineering, completing their first century of quality roofing experience. Caveman Corner, also sponsored by the Mishawaka Education Foundation, the School City of Mishawaka, Monterey Mexican Grill, Kevin Putt's First Midwest Mortgage, Bethel University Athletics, Trackside Fine Food and Spirits, and In Rug Co. Hello, everybody. This is Dean Huppert, and you're listening to Caveman Corner. Sean Styers has a much-deserved night off, and we're going to be talking to the superintendent of Mishawaka Schools in just a moment, Wayne Barker, also a former basketball coach and a member of the Indiana Basketball Hall of Fame. He's on the, the board for the Indiana Basketball Hall of Fame, and he's also on the board for the IHSAA Foundation. And he played on Ron Hecklinski's first team. So he's had quite the experience, and he's been in Mishawaka now since 2019. So we'll be talking to him in just a moment. And we'll also have Chris Kovaleski, the cross-country track coach for the Mishawaka Cavemen. He's been doing it for nearly 30 years, so he'll be coming up in just a little while, and that should be a great interview. He's had some success here recently with the boys' team and the girls, a couple girls qualifying for semi-state. So that's going to be a great weekend coming up in New Haven for the Mishawaka Cavemen. So a couple of sports notes for the Mishawaka Cavemen this past weekend. The volleyball team made it to the sectional final. They beat Riley during the week, and then in Saturday morning's game, they beat Michigan City and moved on to the sectional championship game where the Cavemen lost to Laporte 3-0 to zero in the night game. But quite a season for Steve Anderson's team. Improved much during the year, and a lot of great young ladies um, playing in the sectional championship. And it's hard to win the championship if you don't get there. So that's one, one big get for the Mishawaka Cavemen as they move into the sectional final. And hopefully next year we can take that next step. So a lot of great things happening in Mishawaka. And as I mentioned, we'll have Wayne Barker coming up in just a moment. A few other things happening at Mishawaka. We had the Powder Puff football just last week, and we also completed our tennis and boys and girls soccer seasons this year. Our girls soccer team made it all the way to the sectional championship game. The Mishawaka boys and girls both set season records in wins for the season. Now joining us, Wayne Barker, the superintendent of Mishawaka Schools. Mr. Barker, how's it going tonight? I'm doing well, Dean. How are you? I'm doing great. You know, Cayman Corner, we're, we're so appreciative of the Education Foundation and WSBT for providing us this venue where we can talk Mishawaka athletics. And, you know, I know you're not only the superintendent, but one of the biggest fans that we have at Mishawaka. Just talk about that, just how you've invested in athletics. And when you came to Mishawaka, just knowing the traditions and latching onto those traditions as you got here. Well, as you said, uh, athletics has been a big part of my life, but I, I'm just thankful for all the experiences that that our our kids are able to participate in in Mishawaka. You know, I you mentioned the Mishawaka Education Foundation, and, and we had a board meeting earlier uh, this evening, and, uh, you know, we can't – we certainly have to start with them because they're such a great partner to us. They, they just finished a, 
an unbelievable event of fundraising through the Growing the Future silent auction and dinner. And then on top of that, like they didn't have enough to do, they decided to do a trunk or treat for 1,300, I think, kids and families that came through that evening. So they're a huge partner to us. But for me, I, I, it's, I just have a lot of uh, – it's just a lot of fun for me to go to events. Uh, my wife, Vicki, and I, we just love going. And, and whether it's a choir show or an art competition um, – you know, a, a football game or a cross country meet. We just, we love going out and supporting our kids and, and, uh, you know, really just appreciate what they go through to participate and represent, uh, uh, Mishawaki cavemen. And it's, it's a special, it's a special place. Well, and I, and you mentioned those events and I see you at all of them. And I know Vicki's a trooper because you're, you're out at so many things and it's great to see her out there. Uh, talk about just the Mishawaka football tradition and what you've seen there. Uh, Friday night was a great night. As a lot of people know, we have a bye this week. And so we're giving coach Kinder and a couple of the guys the night off. So they're not on Caveman corner tonight, but Mishawaka wins last Friday, 54 to 13. You know, you, you look at, at the cavemen getting better and better each week. And now there's a bye in the tournament. We move on to the sectional semifinal against either Laporte or Concord, but it's a lot of fun to be out there under the Friday night lights. Uh, there's, there's really nothing like it. You know, uh, I've, I've certainly knew of the Mishawaka football tradition before coming here and, uh, but being able to experience it and, and really see it. Um, you know, I, I was fortunate enough, Coach Kinder asked me to speak to the team early this year, and uh, one of the things that I, I always want to talk to them about is just uh, what a special culture uh, they've built within the program. You know, uh, winning is certainly important, and we're, we're fortunate to, to have such great players and coaches who committed to, you know, the winning process, and, and they've been able to experience that, but more importantly, uh, I just appreciate that, that our program's about building boys and the men, and uh, I think they do that in ways certainly on the field, but off the field uh, even in more important ways. So a uh, huge shout-out to Coach Kinder and the, and the coaching staff for what they do to build in to the young men in the program, and I think you see that buy-in when you see kids come back from previous teams and the support they receive and, and the love that they share for playing the game, but also just uh, for the way in which our coaches have gone about um, making football a priority, but also making building men even a greater priority. I'm just I'm so so thankful for that, and it's it's a special thing to for me to be down on the sideline and just uh, watch it play out during games. I love it. I'm not a I won't claim to be a football expert, but I love being down there and being a part of it. As you've seen the culture of LOD lights out defense in honor of Greg Smith transform this year, you were in the original meeting when we were talking about that and the passion that Coach Kinder showed, not only towards Greg Smith and his family, but just the football program and seeing it in his eyes. Uh, that was a special meeting, and there was a special feeling in the room that we had an obligation to make sure that we did that right in honor of Greg, but also to make sure that these players and future players understood what that meant. Yeah, you know, certainly um, lights out defense or LOD uh, got attributed to, to that phrase that he had for our, our football defense. But for me and, and for so many others, LOD means uh, so much more than just about uh, the way our, our football defense plays. And it, it's more about a mantra for life. And, 
Coach Kinder wanted to make sure that we were able to stress that in the, in the football program and, and even to make it something that was much bigger that our community could even uh, be a part of. And, and, and that's the way it should be. You know, Greg Smith was um, an incredible man. Uh, I was so impressed with him in the short time that I was able to get to know him and, you know, and, and the great work that he did for kids. You know, he was an extra mile person all day long for anyone. And uh, was only going to continue to do great things. But I, I'm very pleased with what uh, the football team has done to honor him and certainly continue to to, to think about Greg's family, Katie and the boys. And uh, But it, it's a special thing to hear our kids yelling LOD on Friday night, no doubt about it. Hey, before we get talking some basketball here, and I, I, I'd be remiss if we if we don't talk some some hoops and some Hoosier Hoosier gyms. Uh, we have those conversations a lot. I, I just want to ask you just some of the the great things happening in athletics. I know bringing back elementary sports was was high on your priority list, and we're doing that. Um, also, some of the facilities that we're looking at. I, I know that you're a busy guy, and you're looking at all the schools with seven elementaries, a middle school, and a high school. Uh, things are coming at you. Uh, fast and furious every day they are you know it's uh it, it's it's been great so far that we've been able to be in school you know uh certainly we would prefer to to be able to do that without masks but uh masks are important right now with the guidance that we have for quarantining and contact tracing and we've been able to to really minimize that so you know the big thing for us is that we need 180 days of in-person school this year, and I'm thankful that we've been able to to be in school since the beginning of the year and uh, to, to really focus on school and try not to, to focus on all those other things outside of that and, and try to provide the best academic uh, opportunities that we can for our students and so thankful for our teachers and support staff and administrators. It's, it's difficult for students to be in this environment, for families. Uh, but it's certainly difficult for our staff uh, and appreciate all the great work they're doing every day to provide these opportunities for our students. And I couldn't be more pleased with the work and uh, the way they've gone about that. Yeah, if people haven't seen your resume, you came from Bluffton, and that was really home to you. You uh, you created a home there. I believe you were there 24 years, and you think about the memories and the families. It, it took something special to to make you and your wife leave that area. Um, but coming to Mishawaka, uh, when you start talking to you about basketball, I know there's a huge passion there. Um, you're contributing to the state in different ways, but uh, how much did that game has it meant to you and how much did it mean to you growing up and play a factor in you become a leader and, and a superintendent? Well, um, you know, I, I love playing basketball. I was fortunate to, to have great teammates. Many of them also went on into coaching and uh, I wasn't a great player. So for me, I decided at the age of 15 that I wanted to coach and uh, I made that decision before I wanted to be a teacher. And, uh, you know, it was just due to the relationships really and just the love of the game uh, of playing and wanting to be around it and made a decision then that I was going to coach basketball. And a uh, part of that uh, was certainly teaching and uh, ended up loving teaching um, and enjoyed that and then pursued a, a career in, in uh, administration. But, been very blessed to, to have coached a lot of incredible kids who I, I still stay in contact with. And many of them are, you know, 40 year old men with, uh, with, uh, kids who are in high school now. So it's, uh, 
it's been fun to see that, you know, transition and, uh, but certainly was a big part of, of who I am and uh, who I will continue to be. I, I'm still involved with uh, Indiana Basketball Hall of Fame. I was for a long time heavily involved with um, the Indiana Basketball Coaches Association and led that organization for a number of years and uh, just uh, just really been blessed really more than anything to uh, have had the experiences that I've, I've been able to be a part of with some incredible kids and coaches. You know, you've seen the cave uh, at its best, and you've also seen the best around the state from Newcastle on down. Uh, talk about where that gym uh, sits for you and, and, and just what's special about it. Uh, I think anybody who's ever played there or watched a game there maybe sees something different. But for a guy like you who's, who's been around the country and who's been all over Indiana seeing the best of the best, what, what do you appreciate about the cave and how Indiana basketball resonates in that facility? Well, you know, you start with it's the the oldest active gym in the state. And when you think about just that alone uh, and the history that we have with with uh, Indiana high school basketball, I mean, you, you think about the top seven or eight high school gyms and attendance-wise are from the state of Indiana. Indiana is known for um, Indiana high school basketball, certainly basketball of all levels, but uh, the movie Hoosiers was made about uh, – you know, Indiana high school basketball and the great upset of Milan over Muncie Central. And I have friends who were extras in that movie, and I can't tell you the countless number of times I've watched it. So when you think about the cave being uh, the oldest active gym in the state of Indiana and the history of from all corners of the state of, of the schools that we have, and then to see the way that it's been preserved. And, you know, we have certainly some hopes and, and plans for being able to continue to update uh, the cave and, and try to do that in a way that honors the, the tradition and the past. Uh, Cause that's certainly a big part of that gym. Yeah. When you think of your coaching days, uh, you coached some incredible players. In fact, you made it all the way down to the state. Just talk about that run and, and the impact that those kids maybe had. And what was special about that team that you took to, to Indianapolis from Bluffton and in a small school and that experience that you had that year. Well, you know, I think we were we were picked fourth at the beginning of the season in our conference uh, out of seven teams. So, you know, that, that says a lot about what that team was able to accomplish. I think without a doubt probably they played as close to their, their potential of any team that I ever coached. And uh, I've had a lot of – I was fortunate to have a lot of successful teams, but I think that team – you know, knocked at the at the ceiling of their potential almost uh, night in and night out. Rarely did uh, were they not ready to play. And uh, so it, it's fun now to see what what those guys have become. I'm I'm more proud now of them than than I was when they were 16, 17, 18 years old. Uh, so uh, you know that was that was certainly a special time and to to experience that and all of the grandeur of of uh, Hoosier hysteria was. Uh, feel very fortunate. A lot of a lot of great coaches, a lot of great teams have different things happen that that make that impossible. And uh, you know, I, I wish I could have experienced it with all my teams, but grateful to have uh, been blessed to have done it once. Yeah, you know, coaches love seeing their players go on to do great things and become leaders. And uh, your first coach 
Coach Ron Heklinski is now our basketball coach. It's it's quite a twist of fate. But when you think of Coach and just all the things that he's accomplished and knowing that you were there at the beginning, you must be so proud to to know that he's been able to have a, a, a career and make an impact on guys like yourself and, and so many hundreds and thousands of others. Yeah, you know, um, I met Coach when he was a 26-year-old uh, even more intense, passionate young coach who was going to, to change the world with his coaching, just like all of us uh, thought at that at times. But, you know, Coach Heklinski is going to be a Hall of Famer. I, I don't have any doubt about that. He's going to at some point uh, be in the Indiana Basketball Hall of Fame, and uh, he deserves to be. Uh, to think of what he's done with Indiana high school basketball for 40 years now, because uh, that's really uh, – you know how long he's he's been a part of it uh it's it's nearly 40 years anyway and uh to think about that the number of of young men that he's impacted you know i think out of my team of 12 uh at least six of us ended up becoming coaches and quite a few of that number at least four or five became head coaches Uh, and you know you can go through a long line of his teams over over time who and name many, many kids who went on into be to go into coaching. And I can think of, you know, uh, nothing greater as a compliment to him to than to say that, you know, people that were around him wanted to become like him uh, and see if they could have the same influence, you know, on, on young men as, as what he did on us. Cause he poured into us uh, and he still is passionate today about the game and uh, you know, holding kids accountable and, uh, making them work hard and as he was when, when I was 15. Hey, well, we appreciate your time tonight. We appreciate all you do and the support that you give our athletic department. Um, we'll let you get back to having a night off. Uh, there's a couple hours left of it. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I appreciate it, Dean. Thank you. Thank you for, for all that you do. Uh, no one does a better job of promoting uh, Indiana high school uh, athletics and what you do for the Mishawaka Cavemen. You can all, you can come out to any event and see a first class event done at a higher level than you see anywhere else, and that 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 certainly goes to you and your team. So we appreciate you. Thank you. All right, thank you. And that's Wayne Barker, the superintendent of Mishawaka Schools. We're going to be back in just a moment with Chris Kovaleski, the head coach of the Mishawaka Cross Country Team. Big things ahead this weekend for them. We're going to be back with Caveman Corner right after this. Hello, everybody. I'm Dean Huppert, and you're listening to Caveman Corner. Uh, we're pleased to have with us for this second block, Mr. Chris Kovaleski, who's the cross-country and girls track coach for the Mishawaka Caveman. Coach, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. Thank you, Dean. Hey, I just wanted to give you a few minutes to talk about your team. Uh, never want to call them overachievers because I know you have high expectations for your teams, but you had a heck of a weekend at regional, and now you've got a lot of kids moving on to semi-state. Yeah, we did. We had a uh, we had a great weekend at regional. Um, this was the meet that we targeted at the very beginning of the season, and we basically said our entire season is going to come down to this weekend. And um, what we had on paper and what we were trying to do, uh, realistically, I think we met every single one of our goals, and we got on the bus very happy. 
And when you think about this weekend, what does it take at the semi-state level? I'm sure there's a lot of nerves and there's a lot of uh, preparation that goes into it. But but for a kid like Ryan Hoopengarner, uh, who's a senior, for him to get to state, what is it going to take this week against that incredible field? Yeah, Ryan is uh, definitely uh, – he emphasizes the Mishawaka way. He's a kid who's definitely worked his way to be one of the better runners in the area, and we're trying to get him to be one of the better runners in the state. And so top 10 individuals not on a qualifying team at semi-state will advance to the state meet. And uh, there is a great website out there, Indiana CC Stats, uh, brilliant, that kind of ranks all the runners, and they're highly accurate. And Ryan is ranked anywhere between about 8 to 12 um, out of that top 10. So it's about almost, it's about a 50, 50 chance at that semi-state for him to advance to this, to the next level. But the semi-state is just, we got one of the toughest semi-states. There's four of them and we're definitely one of the toughest in the entire area and entire state. Uh, there's we're I mean, if not the toughest semi-state in the entire state. And so Ryan's going to have to run probably the race of his life. Um, to advance to the state meet or, uh, but I think he's definitely up to the task of doing that. Um, and our, and our boys team advanced, they, we advanced as a team to the semi-state after, um, a few years, not able to qualify. Our girls team did not make it. And that this is only the second time in the last 11 years, they did not make it the semi-state as a team. So we kind of flipped the script on that, but they were, we have two girls also who are advancing to run at the semi-state level who I think can be state qualifiers in the future. Yeah, you look at Corn Flick as a freshman, and she's impressive, and then Jillian Walbrecht as sophomore. The, the future is definitely bright. A, a chance to talk about Liam Bauschke. I mean, a, he, he certainly puts up times that, that shows he's one of the top freshmen in the state, and he's been one of your leaders this year. He has. We've been looking forward to getting Liam for the last few years. We knew he was coming up. And he's just a phenomenal kid as a person, as a leader. He's definitely taken on a leadership role as a freshman. Uh, currently look, looking at the last time I looked, he's the number two ranked freshman in the state um, wow. and the number one ranked freshman in the northern part of the state. And normally you don't see freshmen make it to the state meet at all. But Liam, uh, if he's healthy, he's right on the bubble. He's right there. He's ranked as the number 13th kid uh, in that semi-state, not on a – team that will plans to advance like I said the top 10 not on a team will advance to the state meet Liam Liam is predicted to finish just outside that 13th but you never know what's going to happen at the semi-state it could be rain it could, could be mud it's going to be could be tough conditions and you know we've had there's been a lot of situations where kids who are supposed to qualify don't make it and kids who are not supposed to they, they do that's the beauty the beauty of cross country it's just it's kind of unpredictable yeah, Coach, we've got about a minute and a half left, but you've been coaching for almost 30 years now, and I know your culture is so important to you, and, and this has been a life work for you. Just talk about what you want kids to take away from and what you want parents to know when you're out there coaching their kids and pushing them. What is the message that you want to resonate that, that maybe 10, 20 years later in life they're going to use uh, not only for running but for life? Running is very much what you put into it, you're going to get out of it. And it has to be responsibilities. You can't cheat it. You can't cheat in running with anything. If you're off a little bit and also the hard work eventually will pay off as far as the, the patience of putting the commitment, you just can't show up uh, to a day of practice and say, Hey, I'm the most talented. I got a great skill. 
you're going to have to put that work in there. So we make, we want to make practice and running the best part of their day and those responsibilities of, of commitment to a, a 24 seven lifestyle, uh, what you eat, uh, um, your, your sleep, you, you know, just how you treat yourself and others around you will resonate to almost anything else. And that work ethic that will resonate uh, for the rest of their life. And we've had a lot of runners come back to us and I thank you for teaching us the things that I need because I apply to it now in my own life and even to their own children. Well, we appreciate everything you do. I know you've, you've poured so much into it and, and the kids who do get the opportunity to run for you come back with a smile on their face and, and a motivation while they're there that, that is really truly inspiring. So thanks for all you do for Mishawak Athletics and especially the, the cross-country team. And, and it's not too late to start thinking about girls' track, is it? <laughs> no, it's right around the corner. We're already, I'm already putting together a calendar for the girls' track preseason workouts, which will probably start right around Thanksgiving. Yeah, I saw a tweet that you had last week about one of our soccer players, and you, you were you were beaming just uh, talking about how that soccer player, and we're talking about Franny Parks, the all-time leading scorer, and uh, she's going to be improving her speed. And I know that's one of your one of your passions as multi-sport athletes and making kids uh, proud and making Mishawaka proud. We appreciate your time tonight, Coach. Thank you, Dean. Appreciate it. All right, that's Chris Kovaleski right here on Caveman Corner, making Mishawaka proud, and good luck to the Caveman this weekend as they head to the New Haven semi-state. As Coach said, it's an awfully, awfully tough. The IHSAA making it a, a little tougher a few years ago, but Mishawaka is still producing great runners and great high school athletes and in the future great people. So thank you very much for joining us on Caveman Corner. Sean Styers will be back next week as we continue, and as I mentioned, the football team has a bye this week, and we'll be getting ready for the sectional semifinals in two weeks on the road and then hopefully back home for the sectional championship in three weeks. I'm Dean Huppert and you've been listening to Caveman Corner on WSBT. This has been Caveman Corner with Sean Styers and Dean Huppert presented by Midland Engineering completing their first century of quality roofing experience. Caveman Corner also sponsored by the Mishawaka Education Foundation, the School City of Mishawaka, Monterey Mexican Grill, Kevin Putt's First Midwest Mortgage, Bethel University Athletics, Trackside Fine Food and Spirits, and Enrugco. Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 